0: Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 80 of That's So Maven. Today's episode is a little bit different than our usual ones. It's actually not going to be an interview, and if I'm being totally honest, this is sort of spur of the moment. I didn't have it planned, but After hanging out with my friend Lara yesterday and basically spending an hour word vomiting about how incredible Camp Wellness was, I realized that I had a lot to share about the experience and some breakthroughs that I had and just, you know, the whole weekend itself and just everything that transpired because it truly was life-changing, especially for me. I know the people who were there, our campers, had an incredible time. And... They really learned a lot from the experience, but I kind of wanted to tell it more from my perspective. I'm gonna be sharing a blog post on it, and that's gonna be filled with a lot of pictures, but I feel like my personal take on it, I wouldn't even be able to capture in written form because there's just so many emotions, so many feels. So I thought I would just take the next little while to talk about what Camp Wellness was like for me and just the roller coaster that has been the last year of my life and Truthfully, I can't go into like too much detail about this past year mainly because that would take me like 2 hours, but I am planning to dedicate an episode at the end of the year to looking back on 2018 and some of the things that I've learned and some of the experiences that I've had because like I said, it really has been a roller coaster, not all amazing positive things. There have been some like huge highlights, but also some really challenging moments, and I can easily say that this year of my life has been the most transformative, the most challenging, and the most growth-inducing. So, it's all it's all a good thing, but also really uncomfortable at points and Leading up to Camp Wellness, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of a wreck, and I don't know if that comes across to a lot of people. It's one of those things where I feel like we can all read other people's energies, or at least I feel like I can read other people's energies. So even when someone is putting out one message, you can kind of read in when that's maybe not really what's going on. So, well, I it wasn't as though I like wasn't telling the truth in any way, but there were definitely things that I was omitting because I was just dealing with a lot of just mental stuff a lot of just like limiting beliefs and challenges that I was having since this was such a new experience for me and I thought I would talk a little bit about my mindset going into Camp Wellness as well as like what happened that weekend and then how I'm feeling afterwards but Before we jump in, I thought I'd just debrief a little bit about what Camp Wellness was all about in case you're just jumping into this episode. If this is your first episode, that's pretty cool. Welcome. So maybe let's start from the beginning of The Healthy Maven. I won't tell the entire story, but basically six years ago, I started a health and wellness blog called The Healthy Maven, and it was a place where I could share my journey with health and wellness, the things that I was learning, as well as resources for people who are looking to feel empowered in their own journey and make choices that work for them. So in a nutshell, that's what The Healthy Maven has been all about. It's gone through many iterations. It's been a food blog. It's been a lifestyle blog it's been a sustainability blog it's been like everything and that's really what it continues to be is a little bit of everything because as i say on the show health looks so different on everyone and health is so multifaceted and so it's not just about you know what you put in your body it's also about what you put on your body it's also about the thoughts that you feed your brain and so on and so forth so there's so many pieces to it and that's what i get to explore on the healthy maven That being said, The Healthy Maven is very much my journey, and I love being able to share that with people, and hopefully that can be a source of inspiration for others. But I started the podcast, That's So Maven, so that I could explore other people's journeys and talk with them about experiences that they've had that maybe look different from my own, because we don't all make the same choices, and what I decide to do with my life looks different from what somebody else might choose to do, and there is nothing wrong with that. And so that's why I started That's So Maven. Here we are, and I'm doing a podcast episode entirely from my own perspective. So obviously things, you know, fuse with each other and it's not so cut and dry, but that is sort of the basis between the blog and the podcast. And then I've also spent the last couple of years... Really reflecting on what I've learned from this experience and what I want to do moving forward. Not to say that the podcast is anywhere, the blog is going anywhere, but just thinking in terms of the future and what I feel really passionate about. And for me, you know, I I don't have any kind of like five, 10 year plan because five years ago, I never could have pictured that I'd be sitting here. So I've let go of any kind of plan. But I like to really tap into my intuition and figure out like what are the things that I feel really passionate about. And one of those things is community and building community. And obviously I've been able to do that here through the podcast and through the blog. But all of it has been digital, and while I definitely believe that the internet has the power to connect people and to make you feel less alone and just build some form of community where you maybe don't have one in your immediate circle, and I love that. But what really lights me up is being able to take what we've done here online and recreate it in person because there is something so valuable about knowing that you are not alone in your immediate circle and knowing that you have people who you can call when you need their help or someone who can listen to you when you're struggling or just know that like the struggles that you're dealing with are so not just you, you know, we all have things that we are challenged with and maybe that looks different on somebody else but no one has like never been through something and to know that you have that support system can be really, really powerful. And so for me, that's something that is so, so important and has really become the basis of my 2018 and and what I've wanted to build out for the Healthy Maven. So I'm sure you guys have seen it a lot as I've talked about here on the podcast and on the blog. There's been so many events around San Francisco and just in-person experiences. And some of that has come with finishing my yoga teacher training. So I've been practicing yoga for 15 years. It is something that just speaks to my soul and I have always known just like in my bones that this was something that I was going to do and that's something I've been called to do. And just being able to learn more about the spiritual side of yoga and also learn how to teach yoga, which is really different than actually doing yoga, has transformed my life. And being able to bring that practice to other people and help build community in the process is just, it fills my soul in a way that I don't know that I could ever explain to you, but I just feel so grateful for being able to go through this experience. And so that is definitely something that has shifted for me in 2018, is having the ability to teach yoga, but also be able to bring that practice to the community that we've built here through the Healthy Maven. So there's been lots of events here in San Francisco, and after the wedding wrapped up, and I had a little more space in my brain, I started talking with my team about the possibility of running a retreat and that's where Camp Wellness came to fruition. So truth be told, Camp Wellness came to be almost a year and a half ago. So I was actually on a yoga retreat and the instructor there was asking us questions about what we want to see shift in our own life and some things that we feel passionate about and community just kept coming up and building community and experiences for people so that they can build community. It's like this word that keeps repeating itself in my brain and it hasn't stopped since then and I actually wrote down in my journal that I wanted to run a retreat sometime. I just put it out there for the universe to just let it soak in and see what happened. So then life kind of continued and I didn't really think too much about it but as I set my intentions for 2018, so I set a couple of intentions each year and then I choose a word for each year. This year's word is rooted. I'll chat more about this in a future podcast episode that I'm planning to do around intention setting. And it came up again, connection and how to build that out. And I wanted to read to you something that I sent out in the affirmation email that I send each week. So if you didn't know, I have an affirmation email list. So each week I write, an affirmation and we create a really cool kind of background that you can put on your computer, on your phone, and then a little story that surrounds it. So if you want to sign up for that, I'll include it in the show notes. But this week's, or so it came out on Sunday, which was actually the last day of Camp Wellness, it was Plant the Seed. And I think this will give you a little perspective on my frame of mind. So... It says, as I write this, camp wellness is just a few days away. As you read this, it will officially be done. It's crazy to think about how quickly it will have gone by. Like most things in life, the ones that go by in a flash are the ones that leave the greatest impact. Even before camp wellness has begun, I am full of an overwhelming amount of joy knowing everything we've learned and the heart and soul that we poured into this weekend. What stands out most for me is how a small idea, a brief second of inspiration, could turn into something so beautiful. Almost two years ago, I sat at a yoga retreat I was attending, and the teacher asked us what shifts we'd like to see in our own lives. I wrote down three things, enoughness, flow, connection. I wanted to stand tall in myself and embrace that I am enough. I wanted to live more in the flow instead of feeling like I was grasping at the wind. I wanted connection, connection to those in my life, but especially connection to you. I wrote down these exact words, I was actually looking at my journal when I wrote them, and it says, a retreat. It's all about connectedness, not for many, but for those who seek connection too. 18 months after that seed was planted, the retreat is finally happening, not for many, but for those who need it. Camp Wellness has tested my ability to go with the flow. It's also forced me to come face-to-face with my own enoughness. Am I enough to lead this retreat? Am I capable of leading the sessions? Am I smart enough, strong enough, wise enough? Well, I can't say that sense of enoughness is 100% there, what I can say is that the seed that I planted has now been cultivated and harvested, and I am damn proud of myself. So my challenge for you this week is what seed can you plant? What do you want to see shift in your own life? Write it down, sit with it, and then believe. Imagine what this tiny seed can grow into. So that was the affirmation email that went out this past week. Again, those are just kind of what goes out each week, a similar... Similar style where there's a challenge at the end, but what I really wanted to bring up with this is that you can have this one tiny idea, this moment of inspiration, and it can turn into something so much bigger and so much more important and so much more challenging than you ever could have imagined, and that's what Camp Wellness has been for me. It was this retreat that just started as this tiny idea at another retreat, and then here we are, you know, it finished a couple of days ago, and I'm just mind blown at how much things have shifted in my own life so all to say is that connection has been something that has been with me for a couple of years now and wanting to build it out it was an idea that started a year and a half ago and now here we are and it's done so if this can be a source of inspiration for you that's incredible but all to say is that this is something that's been on my mind for a while now so let's fast forward a little bit to may or i guess the start of june Kurt and I had just gotten married and I finally had enough capacity in my brain to start thinking about actually making this happen and we realized we were kind of on a tight window because we wanted to do it in 2018, we needed to figure out like a date and a time that would work for people and... And when I say we, I'm mainly talking about Tanya who is my right-hand woman. If you guys want to learn more about Tanya and the people who help me out here on Team Maven, I would love to do a whole episode on that because they are incredible and I am so grateful for them. But mostly I'm chatting about Tanya right now because she is just my my go-to woman and helps make these ideas come to fruition without her, Camp Wellness would not exist. But we started talking about it, and meanwhile, Tanya was getting married. So this is funny, this year has been very, very busy for both of us, but as soon as our weddings were both done, which were a couple of weeks apart, we were finally like, okay, let's let's see if we can do this. And in hindsight, it was a little bit crazy to try and plan two really big weekends in one year, but I also wouldn't change it now that it's done. Leading up to it, I will say it was incredibly stressful. It was a combination of just deep knowing that this weekend was going to be so incredible. I just had all of these ideas. I believe so strongly in the power of connection and in... In my ability to be able to facilitate that for people yet at the same time i had all of these questions around my enoughness and if i am the person who is meant to lead those sessions so it was like i knew that i could oversee the weekend but in terms of facilitating it i still had so many questions That being said, everything we did during the weekend are things that I've done with myself. Either I've learned from other people or practices that I incorporate into my own life, and yet I was questioning so much of my ability to be able to be the facilitator of those sessions. So it was just like a lot of feelings. And meanwhile, at the same time, we're running the Healthy Maven, which is, you know, a full-on business in and of itself, and then also selling tickets to the retreat, which I really haven't sold much to my community before, and that was really tricky. You know, I I always say I work for my readers, but I get paid by my brands. And that's something that I, I love the model of because I'm able to provide things for you that are useful and valuable without ever having to ask you for money for it, which it just works out really well for everyone, although I will say at times like having to explain to brands that I work for my readers and what I do needs to serve them first when they have their own messaging and they have their own stuff that they want to be included. It's a lot of back and forth. So that isn't always easy, but it's a model that's worked for me. And now here I am with this idea that I believe so strongly in yet have never shown, I've never done it before, you know? And so asking people to invest in something like this without any kind of proof of of what it is, is really tricky. And so I learned a lot about myself and my resilience and also when it's important to just step back and allow the universe to kind of take over and know that the people who were there were meant to be there and anyone who wasn't there wasn't meant to be there. And yeah, there was a lot of stuff that came up. I will say like selling is not easy, not that I thought it was going to be easy, but it's just trickier and I learned a lot from the experience. And going into it, I was like, you know what? This isn't for me while I believe that this retreat is going to be so incredible. I don't know that I can do this again because it just takes a toll on you when you believe so strongly in something, but you have to communicate that to other people and they don't necessarily get it. And it makes you question your own beliefs. So anyone out there who is selling and selling themselves and selling, you know, something that they believe so strongly in and feel like no one's responding. I get you. I feel you. That being said, we totally did get a great response. And I'm thrilled that on my first retreat, there were 13 beautiful, incredible women there that made the experience just so... I, like, have no words. I'm trying to describe it. But they were just an unbelievable group and what I've learned from the experience is that while I wanted to sell more tickets because I thought that a group size around like 20 would be an ideal size I would not go more than 15 and so it was kind of a blessing in disguise because I thought bigger would be better but I was totally wrong in that like our group size was so incredible everybody was able to be heard and just have those intimate conversations without it feeling so intimate. So I digress here, but also say is that selling is very very difficult and I learned that about myself. But as soon as selling was done and we were really working on finalizing the content for the weekend It just became so much more fun because I got to work on the things that I deeply love doing, which is creating these experiences for other people. So a a lot of the stuff that we did that weekend are things that I've done at events around San Francisco. There are things that I've learned from yoga teacher training and from events that I've attended and also just from work that I've done with myself. And I'm going to walk you through what we did that weekend. But first, I wanted to talk a little bit about my frame of mind going into the week. So... If you follow me on Instagram, it's just The Healthy Maven, shameless plug. But I posted something about enoughness and those questions that I had around enoughness and it's crazy what your brain can do when, you know, you have this fear in you. It starts feeding you this messaging that is just so I want to say useless, but it's it basically it's just messaging that doesn't serve you and I wrote a journal entry before we went into camp and I wrote it right after a therapy session where I basically spent the hour talking about what I'm going to do when the weekend is done and everybody tells me that they were disappointed and they want their money back and they didn't feel like they got what they wanted out of the experience. It was just like these thoughts that make no sense. Like there was no reason for me to believe that and you know my therapist was like, well, have you have you led people to believe that they're going to be disappointed? Have you, you know, promised something that you're not going to deliver on? And the answer was no to all of these questions. Like I've done everything in my power to explain to people what the experience is going to be. And I believe so strongly that we can create those experiences. And yet, like I've never done this before and I've never dealt with people's reactions to it. And I'm learning about myself that – the way people respond to me is actually a lot more important than I realized and something that I really need to work on because while, you know, people may tell me that I seem like someone who is not influenced how other people feel about me and that I I carve out my own path, in some ways I do, but in other ways, you know, it's something that I really struggle with. And that really came to light in the week leading up to Camp Wellness and my journal entry is just like all over the place about my, my frame of mind and I just kind of had to surrender to the universe and really just be okay with not having expectations knowing that we've done the work and knowing that, you know, we're capable of doing these things and the best that we can do and the best that I can do is just show up as fully as possible and allow everything else to unfold. So that's how I was feeling going into it and I kind of didn't allow myself to feel the excitement of it being here because I was so wrapped up in these thoughts but then as soon as we were driving up to camp and we got to the property it just started to sink in that it was here and I started to you know feel a lot of excitement and feel all of the hard work that we've put in over the last couple of months bringing this to life and just know that like okay like let's do this and as soon as I just surrendered and let go of my fears it's just like the weekend went by in a blur I was so present I was so happy I can't fully explain it other than to say that my heart was literally smiling the whole weekend I was just so happy and I had honestly blocked off the whole week after camp to just rest and relax because usually, after I host events and just like when I'm super social in general, I need time to just come home and decompress. I'm an extroverted introvert, I need alone time. And I have never felt more energized than I had when camp ended. Like now, I'm like, who wants to hang out with me? Like, I just want to be around people because the connection was so deep and so beautiful that I'm just, I'm just feeling very, very happy. But let's back up. So one of the questions that I've gotten a lot recently is why camp? Why camp wellness? Like, why are we calling it camp? And anyone who knows me in my personal life knows that camp and going to summer camp was one of the most important pieces of my upbringing and I know everybody has a different experience at camp but for me it was really positive and I made some of my best friends in the entire world at summer camp who remain some of my best friends in my life now and for me what was so powerful about the experience was knowing that like you could just show up as yourself at camp like to make the most of your experience there like Whatever you were in your home life, you could be totally different at camp. You could be weird and quirky and just whoever you are. And you would find someone or most of the time a whole group of people who accepted you. And to be able to have those connections where you can talk about anything and and be anything and know that you are loved and accepted has just, it's, it's so important. And even in my life now, the conversations that I have with my girlfriends from camp, they're just so real and authentic. And I want to be able to bring that to other people who maybe didn't have the experience of summer camp, or maybe didn't have a positive experience at summer camp. That's not to say that camp is the only place that can happen. But for me, that's where the association was made. So that's the whole reason behind it being camp. And Honestly, like in so many ways, it really was that because the retreat property we were at actually used to be a summer camp. And so it really did feel like camp, like we were sleeping in cabins, albeit like the cabins were much, much nicer than what I slept in and had like incredible beauty and skincare products from Credo Beauty and it was just, it was elevated camp. (laughs) So that's my whole reasoning behind why it was called Camp Wellness. So on Friday, we packed up our car with an excessive amount of stuff. I mean, I can't even begin to explain how much stuff we were bringing up. My apartment has been a storage facility for the last few months and I think Kurt might kill me. There's still a lot of stuff left over, so... More on where that stuff is going at the end of the episode, so stay tuned for that. So we packed up the car on Friday and headed up to the property, which was in Philo. So Philo is in Mendocino County, so not the town of Mendocino, but in the county. It's more inland. There's tons of, like, wine and vineyards in the area, and then also redwood forest. It's just so beautiful and could not have asked for a better retreat property for us to spend the weekend at. But it was about a two and a half hour drive up there. And along the way, we decided to stop at one of my favorite places, which is called Shed Healdsburg. If you have been to Shed, you know why it's incredible. And Jess, who is my recipe developer, was with us. And I know how much Jess loves Shed. And then Bettina, my photographer, was there. And Tanya was there. And, you know, part of me was like, oh, I don't think we have time. We need to get up there. We have so much to do. And at the same time, I was like, surrender, surrender, surrender. Just allow things to go with the flow and make this as enjoyable and joyful as possible. And I love Shed. I love that I could bring that experience to Tanya and Bettina and I knew how much joy it brought to Jess. And so, you know, I thought we'd just stop in, grab something quick, but the only thing that was available was like sit down service and then I was like, ooh, we don't have time. But then I just let it go. I was like, you know what? The time will just it will just arrive. It will just, the universe will deliver. And I know that sounds like very out there, but you know, now that we've gone through it, I'm like, oh my God, the universe just totally delivered. So we sat down, we had a delicious meal, we fueled ourselves, just took our time, and then we hit the road again, finished the drive up to camp. And then it was just a matter of like setting everything up, making sure all the cabins had All the supplies from Credo and then also the gift bags and the amazing sweatshirts that we got made and it was really fun getting to set up all the cabins and just create the experience so that when everybody arrived at camp they just felt loved and welcomed and just at home. And then eventually campers arrived and we had a beautiful charcuterie board out with snacks from Bear Snacks and drinks from Health Aid, and it was just fun to just welcome people to to camp with like the most delicious food this is not the food that I had at summer camp let me tell you and you know just allow people to kind of filter in and and feel like they were being welcomed to this group and you know we were totally running late but I was like universe you got our back it's gonna be totally fine and so we ended up starting an hour late and it was not a big deal at all we started with an opening ceremony which you know I don't have time to go into the details of everything, but we did an opening ceremony. I did a chakra wash just to kind of clear everybody's energy and just feel open. And then we did a beautiful yoga flow outside, hearing the sounds of nature, the birds chirping, a little bit of wind, and the sun was setting, and it was just perfect. So that was an amazing way to kind of kick off camp. And then had dinner, and that night we did a restorative yoga class and I brought in a sound healer, her name is Kelsey, she came from Mendocino, and she was so wonderful. She played the Tibetan bowls, and I think she had like 15 of them, and she had this amazing like instrument that sounded like the ocean. It was just so relaxing and so just so nice to be able to bring a restorative practice to people and allow them to relax and hear some beautiful sounds that Kelsey made for us. And then afterwards, we had some delicious tea from Yerba Buena Tea, and my friend Lara owns a company called Willness Co., and they make adaptogenic elixirs, and so we had the exhale, which helps with sleep, and we just kind of chatted, just had girl talk, and it was so nice. No one had their phones on them. No one was, like, you know, taking pictures to share on the gram. It was just, like, girls just chatting with each other and connecting and finding the things we have in common and the things that we all struggle with and what our stories are and that was you know those evening sessions where we just got to chat were some of my favorite of the weekend then we went to bed woke up very early the next morning and I say very early because I am not an early riser but there was so much to do that I insisted that we start things kind of early so we started at 7 a.m. And we actually picked off that practice with some chanting to Ganesha. And some of you may be familiar with Ganesha. Ganesha is a god in Hinduism, oftentimes part of a yoga practice, and he is considered the god of obstacles, so the remover of obstacles. And I felt like it was really relevant to the weekend because we all have things that you know stand in our way, that feel like challenges that we might not be able to make our way through, and just the reasoning behind it and also just putting people outside their comfort zones where maybe they haven't chanted before. I just thought that that was that was one way to kind of remove an obstacle, like this thing that you might be scared of is actually not so intimidating at all. And so we did 108 chants to Ganesha. I love chanting just as my own practice. It's an amazing way to meditate where your mind is focused on something cuz you're repeating the chant over and over again, but you're not like your mind isn't able to run at the same time because you're focusing on these chants but you get into sort of this meditative trance so I absolutely love chanting meditations if you guys want to learn more about that let me know wow I'm just looking at the time and we're a half an hour through and I'm like not even halfway through the weekend but we did our chanting to Ganesha and then we did a somewhat more challenging flow where I really push people outside their comfort zones not in a way that was meant to like you know, really scare people, but just to surprise yourself or just discover new things about yourself and what you might be capable of. Or, you know, give yourself permission to not push yourself so hard because, you know, there's a lot of us who are super type A who are like, I'm going to go to the most advanced version of this posture, but that really doesn't serve us. So for me, that, that was one of my favorite flows. Then we had some time off and during the times off, Bettina, who is my photographer for the Healthy Maven and was there at Camp Wellness, did some beautiful lifestyle photos and headshots for everybody who was there. So each person had a session and it was just meant to both give people the experience of shooting with a professional photographer, which I think can be really, really powerful. I actually have an episode with my friend Alexa Mazzarello about, you know, how to improve your your body image and self-acceptance through photography so it's a really interesting episode if you want to hear more about that and of course Bettina who has been on the show before I'll include all of their episodes in the show notes if you want to listen to them but just you know for people to see themselves objectively as somebody else might see them or as a, a camera might capture them and let me tell you these pictures are so beautiful I've had a chance to go through all of them and like While I know that every single person there was just the most beautiful soul and had such a gift to offer, the pictures really capture who they are which is amazing. Like when I think about, you know, Liz who was on the trip and she is just so funny and just such a great storyteller and the pictures totally capture that. And that's just something that I loved was that we were able to give that to people. So that was during the times off. And then we actually went on a hike. So the property we were on was 180 acres. So you could stay on the property if you wanted, but we actually hiked off the property. So we were on the property for a little bit and then we hiked off the property Through a redwood forest and these redwoods were like 700 years old they are huge they're so beautiful and just help bring a lot of perspective and then we hiked to this clearing and I led a journaling meditation exercise again can't go into like too many details around it but just it was it was amazing and the group conversation that came out of it was so powerful and I know that that particular session had a big impact on people And then after that, I actually asked everybody to hike back in silence. So it was about 45 minutes of hiking in silence and just really taking note of the forest and the things that you could hear or see or smell or touch, which is not something we really give ourselves permission to do. I know for myself, like even when I walk Bodhi, I usually have a podcast on or I'm listening to some kind of music and... It was a reminder to maybe not always distract yourself and not be afraid to sit with your thoughts for, you know, longer than is comfortable. And it was interesting to hear people's perspectives on it because some people just found so much peace in it and some people found it to be just really, really difficult to to sit with those thoughts and to process them and then just let them go. So that was that was an amazing experience and also just like the... The forest and and what we were looking at was just so beautiful. Then we had lunch, and then after lunch, we went down to the garden. So, the garden is in a um, mandala or mandala, people say it differently, pattern. So, it's supposed to be meditative. We weren't in the garden itself, we were right next to it and next to this beautiful pond. And we did a uh, identifying passions, it's sort of like a, a test of some sort, but it's a really interesting activity that helps you to identify your passions and the things that are important to you. So a key point of this weekend was that it was both a combination of yoga and wellness and also just personal development whether it be you know just in yourself or maybe you have a career that's in wellness and you're looking to align with that dharma and really figure out what your next steps are so there were people there who you know have a clear business and want to move forward with that and there are people who are just really passionate about wellness and want to figure out like what what their space is in that and that doesn't necessarily need it to be professional and that's what I loved is that everybody was on a totally different journey so you know I had people who wanted to be a part of the experience leading up to it and then felt like it wasn't right for them because you know they didn't have a career in wellness and I feel like those people really missed out because the the weekend was really not about you know what your career should be it was really about working on yourself and getting clear on what your passions are and that might dictate your career but it may not so Everybody was sort of in a different point and this exercise was really helpful for everyone to figure out like what's next, where am I right now, what do I want, what is important to me. And then we moved on to another session with Emily who some of you might know Emily Hines if you're here in San Francisco. Emily helps me a lot with the events that we have here. And is also a branding expert. So that's her business. And I wanted Emily to share a little bit about what branding, whether it's professionally or personally, what that means. And a lot of it is really identifying your why and what your passions are and and why you do what you do. And so she walked us through a lot of exercises that help you in identifying those things. And for me, that was so, so helpful. You know, for the Healthy Maven, it's very clear to me what those are. But with Camp Wellness, because it is a different experience and it's separate from the Healthy Maven, truthfully, I haven't, you know, walked through those exercises yet. So huge thanks to Emily for leading that. That was amazing. We had some time off after that, but earlier that morning, an idea kind of came to me. So I was walking with Tanya to breakfast, or maybe we were walking to the hike, I'm I'm not totally sure, but... There was someone on the trip named Alice and Alice is a shamanic Reiki healer which is incredible and it didn't occur to me before but I thought why not ask Alice if she'd be willing to do Reiki and I know Alice is in the process of really like owning and standing in her power with this being something that she she is with identifying with that and, and practicing more of it so I thought I might you know throw her... Throw her in the ring a a little bit, you know, just make her a little bit uncomfortable by asking if she would be willing to do a Reiki session with us. And I wanted to offer it just as something that if people wanted to participate in, they could. I also wanted Alice to have another opportunity to practice because she is incredible it's just, you know, finding finding people who you can practice with can be really, really challenging. And this was a group that was so accepting and just so loving that I knew that the group would be really supportive. So during the second break of the day, uh, some of us participated in Reiki and it was so powerful. I mean, Alice, you are just, you are something else, my dear. And For me you know I've never done Reiki where I just felt so much joy. I think you know everybody has a different experience with Reiki because they're in a different place in their life and because I was so present and just so surrendered to the universe that weekend it was like all of me was smiling and every time that Alice like put a hand on me and was performing Reiki I just had a huge smile on my face and afterwards Alice was saying that she just saw so much red so much heart chakra just open and that's exactly how I felt everybody in the room had a different experience some people it was a huge emotional release for them and they you know had breakthroughs they might have been crying or just just were waking up to feelings that they maybe hadn't felt before. I don't want to go into too much detail because those experiences belong to them and while we as a container were so accepting and loving of them, it is their personal experience. So I I don't want to kind of open it up too much to everybody but it was just a really really powerful session and I have so much gratitude for Alice for being willing to do it even though you know she didn't have all of her supplies and I was like, girlfriend, Sometimes you don't have all of your supplies, you got this, go for it. And she was just incredible. We then had another delicious dinner and I should add that all the food there was catered to everybody's different needs because everybody has a different preference when it comes to their diet. So while I may eat everything and everything sits comfortably with me, that isn't the case for everybody. And so they were just so willing to work with everybody's different diet choices and I loved that the food was just... It was so nourishing and it was so delicious but it wasn't central to the weekend which is sort of how food feels in my life now. I love delicious food. I love when there's thought that goes into the quality of the food and where it comes from and yet like it isn't the center of my life and that's very much how the food felt is that the meals were more about congregating and having those discussions and not so much about like does this have dairy or does this have gluten or not, not that there's anything wrong with that, but it just, it wasn't central. And, you know, they say that your vibe attracts your tribe and I'm feeling good about my vibe because the tribe was amazing and had a very similar belief as I do when it comes to food. So after dinner, we had a little bit of time off and then We actually did a face mask bar, and honestly, this was mostly because I love face masks. I know not everybody is like as into skincare as I am, but I talked to my friends over at Credo Beauty and asked if they'd be willing to give some of my favorite face masks to the group so that we could all experience them, and they were so generous. And we had, you know, the Blue Tansy mask from Herbivore, and we had the Lil, I think it's the Lil Fox Jungle Glow, which is, oh, it's just like so luxurious, and we all just Put on our face masks, and there was just no shame in the group because we were all wearing them. And we sat in a circle and we had an Ask Me Anything session. So a lot of questions came up leading up to the retreat. Uh, We sent out a questionnaire asking people, you know, what are the types of sessions that you want to see? What are the discussions that you want to have? And a lot of questions came up. So I wanted to open it up to the group to ask me anything, but also to ask people in the group for advice on things they might be struggling with. And a lot of these topics came up earlier just because. We talk, Uh, but it was great to just have an open-ended conversation and hear different people's perspectives on things, whether it's professionally or just in a personal life. We had conversations around like choosing your career and what happens if you love wellness, but your career isn't in wellness, but you also love your job or when it comes to relationships and finding a partner. And it was just so helpful to hear these different perspectives and just just help people work through some struggles that they might be having all while wearing these ridiculous face masks, which was amazing. Like at some point I just totally forgot that I was wearing a face mask, but it was really fun to just have that girl chat. And we kind of continued that afterwards. Uh, We had a bonfire and we made s'mores and it was just a perfect way to end the night with all of our delicious teas from Yerba Buena. Yerba Buena gave I can't even explain to you like how generous they were. I mean, I'm, I can't explain to you. They gave a ton of tea and they actually developed a tea with me called the Maven Blend. And it's a mixture of flavors that I really like as well as some healing herbs like ashwagandha and holy basil. And it was such a hit with the group. And that weekend was actually the tea festival here in San Francisco, which of course, We were not at, but they actually served the Maven blend there and it was such a hit there and they sold a bunch. And so we're chatting now about actually offering the Maven blend to you guys so that you can have it at home. So stay tuned for that. I think it's going to be online very, very soon and I will let you know as soon as you can purchase it because it is so delicious. It kind of tastes like chai-like, but also it's totally herbal so you can have it any time of day and then also has these amazing healing herbs in it so we drank our maven tea and had some s'mores and it was just a perfect way to end the night so then we woke up a little bit later the next morning and it was daylight saving so we actually got an extra hour and we did another yoga flow that morning, and I wanted to try something different. So we did what I call, I've never done this before, I totally made it up, but it worked. Um, it's called a crystal flow. So I actually had everyone start with a crystal on their mat, and I bought the crystals from a crystal dealer, it's weird to call them a crystal dealer, but that's what she is, um, up in Mendocino, and you know, had a whole conversation with her around her sourcing methods where she gets everything from And then before camp, I put them out during the full moon and then I saged them all. And that's what I offered up to the group to start the practice. And then throughout the practice, I actually had them switch and they took the crystal that was on their mat and they placed it on somebody else's mat. And the idea behind it was that when they ended the practice, whatever crystal was on their mat was the crystal that was chosen for them. And for so many people that crystal totally aligned with things that they're working on or obstacles that they're moving their way through. And it was just so amazing to see the conversations that happen as a result of just crystals and for some people you know they'd never done anything with crystals before and it was really cool for them to see that like crystals can align with things that are important to you and things that you might be working on so we had a conversation around where crystals come from why they're special and then we actually made crystal jewelry so If you've never done this before, it's actually pretty easy to make wire wrapped jewelry with your crystals. We did necklaces and so I had chains and wires so that people could create the necklaces and I showed everyone how to make them. Also, it's so much more affordable to make your own instead of buying jewelry from other people and it's just really nice to be able to leave leave the weekend with some sort of token of the experience so you know I hope everybody who is there is still wearing their necklaces or has it in a place where you know they can they can see it every day and remind them both of the experience but also of what the crystal means and why it was chosen for them we also had breakfast somewhere in there and then it was time for our closing ceremonies and I asked everybody there to have a gift of some sort and it didn't need to be you know, a physical gift, it could be a poem or something from a book or just sharing thoughts and feelings. Some people in the group have incredible gifts like Alice, who is a shamanic Reiki healer. There's also a tangential story around a medium who was in our group. And I mean, for me, this is such a a personal experience. And for everybody who was there, they know why. But to Tracy, who gifted us with her medium abilities, it was just it was life changing. I don't I for some reason it just doesn't feel right for me to share too much about that because it feels like it's so intimate to the group, but it was really powerful and and you know who you are if you you know, you you know what went down. It was really really special. And so maybe it was a gift that they have that they offer to the group everybody had a different experience and everybody had a different gift to offer the group. My gift was the gift of tarot and I had everybody pick a tarot card and have a a meditation experience around that. And it was really cool to see, you know, how the tarot cards align with things that people are working on. And, oh, I mean, that, that was kind of the end wrap up of the whole weekend we had, you know, a, a goodbye hug experience and then finished our meal and we were on the road. And honestly, it was hard to believe that it was done. And the the best part, not the best part, but a, a real highlight for me was the conversation that came up at the end from everyone feeling like they needed this weekend, that what they got out of it was so much more than they ever could have expected. And all of those fears that I had going into the weekend were just immediately erased and it's not that I needed those affirmations from other people at some point I need to you know acknowledge those feelings that I was having before and realize that they are not real and that they are stories I am telling myself but it was really nice to to hear those from other people and to know that my fears like really were not warranted and that people got so much out of the weekend and I got so much out of the weekend and it just goes to show that that sometimes like our brains don't feed us the stories that really serve us that sometimes you just need to believe in what you believe in and then surrender to the universe that what you have can serve others and that was exactly what the weekend was like for me. So something else that came up during the weekend it was a conversation that Tanya and I were having but it's really interesting to go from leading a group session where we're talking about our passions or talking about crystals or offering tarot cards or leading a yoga class. And then, you know, you you switch gears and, and I'm back into DeVita mode. And while, you know, when I'm leading these group sessions, I'm very much myself and I am me, when I'm not leading them, I'm not so serious. I'm not necessarily the most spiritual person. And honestly, a lot of these practices I do so that when I'm living my everyday life, I don't need to be so... Intense about it all the time. And it's been difficult for me to feel like I can be both of those people that I can be both silly and funny and relaxed and also be anxious and a worrier and, you know, not always have the most healthy thoughts and then also be this person who can be the container for other people to have incredible experiences and move those obstacles that they need to move and you know there were moments where I questioned you know do people believe me like do they believe that I can be this person to them and I think it's really common it's what we call imposter syndrome where you think people are going to find out that you're a fraud but the truth is like all of these practices are things that I do in my own life and I am very much me when I'm sitting up there and I'm leading these groups and yet at the same time I am not the person who is necessarily facilitating these deep group visualization exercises all the time and I can be both people and that was a huge learning experience through the weekend and I can't say I'm like fully comfortable with it but I'm allowing it to sink in that I can be a source of inspiration for people to have their own breakthroughs, but I don't need to be in that mode all the time. And that doesn't make me a fraud. So that's something that I'm working on. And I think a lot of people struggle with where, you know, maybe they have this side to them that they didn't necessarily grow up cultivating. Like for me, being spiritual and doing a lot of this internal work wasn't something that I grew up with and isn't something that's really common in my family or in you know the community that I grew up with and yet like it speaks to my soul and it's something that I feel very comfortable doing but at the same time it's not it's not how I was growing up and learning to embrace this identity as being a piece of me doesn't need to be all of me that I can be I can be so many different versions of Davida and all of them are equally as me if that makes sense. So, that's something that came up throughout the weekend and something that I'm working on and I think the more I facilitate these groups whether it be in future retreats or in events around San Francisco, it it will it will sink in a little bit more. So, anyone who is maybe, you know, becoming a yoga teacher or is tapping into some gift they might have and they sort of feel weird about it because it's not how other people expect them to be, know that it just takes time and experience and get more comfortable with it also to be okay that it might be a little uncomfortable at first another thing that came up throughout the weekend was how to take this connection that we have at camp and continue it afterwards and honestly we're struggling to find a way to continue this communication afterwards because not everybody lives in the same place but also how can we do this in a way that feels really authentic you know we have we have the THM tribe which is a great place for you guys to connect but at the same time it is still a form of social media and it is a larger group and while it can be a source of inspiration and support it it doesn't necessarily feed that more immediate sense of connection that we all need and and to help fill that loneliness which is something that I think a lot of us feel in our day-to-day whether we realize it or not so it's something that we're working on here at team maven is how to continue this form of connection afterwards in a way that feels authentic and also like isn't selling our soul to facebook so if any of you guys have suggestions for how to continue communication we would love that we've talked about having like a traveling journal and shipping it to each person in the group and everybody gets to write a little bit about themselves and what might be going on and maybe some ways that we can all support each other so that was one cute idea that we had but we're working on some other ways to continue that without having to create like a whole other platform that people need to go on and check and it's something that I've been thinking a lot about recently is that connection and especially that in-person connection is hard and so oftentimes we turn to the internet because it's so much easier you know we can Sort of fill that void a little bit and get that sense of community, but it's not the same thing. And I'm not here to say that the internet is a bad place and that the relationships and community that you can build there is a bad thing. It's not at all. It's just not the same as in person. And so I challenge all of you and I'm challenging our campers at Camp Wellness to actually put in the effort and to prioritize that in person experience because it does fill a piece of our soul that a lot of us are missing. And, and it's hard, but it's worth the effort. Just like brushing your teeth is worth the effort. So you don't have to deal with a cavity, except that you don't have to go to the dentist. So it's like infinitely better. So how am I feeling now that it's done? Something that I've been thinking a lot about and journaling on, and it's so funny to read the journal entry before and the journal entry immediately after and how starkly different they are. Going into the weekend, I was like, never doing this again. This has been like so hard to try and communicate this message that, that I so believe in and, and trying to convince people that community is important and those in-person connections are important and yet, you know, not feeling like I was getting that kind of response and then going through this weekend and realizing that the people who needed to hear that message showed up and they were there and we had the most incredible weekend. I'm like, we have to do this again and again and again and again. So, for those of you who have asked if we will be doing another camp wellness, the answer is absolutely yes, we will be doing another one. We don't have a date on the books yet, but it will be sometime in 2019. So, we are open to suggestions. If you have a specific location that you're excited about, we love California and it's very accessible for us. But if you want to see something closer to you, let me know because we're open to bringing this to other people and maybe doing it more than once, maybe twice, maybe three times, maybe many, many more times. We'll see. And we also have something very, very special coming up in 2019, which I'm not going to say here, but if you want to figure out what it is, you can go to Camp Wellness's Instagram. So if you go to camp.wellness on Instagram, you'll get a little teaser of what's coming up in 2019 that we're pretty excited about and are working on now. So i also say it has been a whirlwind of an experience, one that I have zero regrets around and I have learned so much from it both about myself and also about like my my ability and and just like the crazy thoughts that our brains can feed us. It's you know, I know that the weekend was really powerful for the people who were there, and they really felt like they got a lot of value out of it, but I have to say, like, the value that I got and the stuff that I have learned from it has made it worthwhile in and of itself. So for anyone out there who was interested in attending Camp Wellness and maybe didn't know what it was going to be about and had some trepidations around it, I'm, I am hope that this episode can inspire you, whether it means, like, you know coming on one of our future retreats but also just like trying something new that might scare you a little bit and taking a chance and that was something that came up a lot with the group was that they didn't know what really to expect and it was so much more than they anticipated and so Whether it's that you want to be the facilitator, plant that seed and allow it to grow into something more than you ever could have expected, or if it's something that you want to attend or something that makes you a little bit nervous, step outside your comfort zone. What's the worst that could happen? You know, you could have an absolutely incredible weekend and have 12 new friends. So that's not so bad. I do want to talk a little bit about some upcoming things we have. So if you are in San Francisco and maybe you, you know, weren't able to come on Camp Wellness or, you know, a weekend away is not really your thing, maybe it'll be longer than a weekend. That's something to think about. But we do have an event coming up on November 28th and it's actually with a past podcast guest from a couple of episodes ago, you may remember Kelsey Patel. She is a Reiki master and we're going to be teaming up for an event at the new Anchor Meditation Space. So Anchor Meditation, I absolutely adore them and they just got their own space in the marina. So if you want to attend that event, I would love if you could join us. I will include a link in the show notes so that You can find more information. It's gonna be an incredible night. We're starting with an hour of self care where we're gonna have acupuncture and elixirs and essential oils and sound healing. We'll jump into a sort of fun, slow flow that I'm gonna be leading and then Kelsey is gonna do a Reiki EFT session for the group. So it's a pretty cool experience and tickets are limited. So I highly recommend that you go out and you get one as fast as possible because they're going quick. And also if you're in New York, this is kind of last minute, but we are doing a meetup on Friday, I believe it's Friday the 16th. Um, so the details we're still sorting out, but we're actually managing that in the THM tribe. So if you'd like to join us in New York, there's a group of women who is meeting up in New York, and I'm so excited to join you. We're thinking about either doing some kind of like meditation or yoga class and then grabbing tea or drinks or something together. We haven't quite formalized the details, but it is on the books. So if you want to find out more details about that, join the THM tribe and we'll help you facilitate how you can be there. So that's gonna be somewhere in New York City, location to be confirmed, so stay tuned for that. And if you wanna join the THM Tribe, it's just facebook.com slash group slash THM Tribe. And like I said, like it is not the same thing as an in-person connection, but if you feel like you don't have that in your life, the Tribe can be a really great source of inspiration and just knowing that you're not alone in your struggles. So. Feel free to join if you want to continue those conversations. I would love to see you there. And I also am curious for feedback on if you like these kinds of solo episodes. I've been thinking about doing them more, but quite honestly, I've I've just, you know, had a lot of self doubt around it. And if you'd want to listen to me for an hour, if you enjoyed hearing from my perspective and the things that I'm learning, I would love, love to get your feedback and just your thoughts on episodes like this. And I can definitely do more solo episodes. So just let me know in the tribe or shoot me a message on Instagram. It's just the Healthy Maven. Or even leave a review on iTunes, letting me know that you really enjoy the solo episodes. I would really appreciate if you left any kind of review on iTunes or whatever podcast player you use. It really does mean a lot. And don't forget to subscribe to the show if you haven't already. It just lets you know when a new episode is live. So, because I skipped this week's episode, the normal interview... And I announced it last week on the show with Taylor Simpson. Jamila Souffrant is actually going to be next week's episode guest and we're going to be talking about financial health and this was one that was really important for me to hear. So thank you for hanging along if you've listened to this whole episode with me and just hearing more about Camp Wellness and, and some things that I've been dealing with this year And, you know, back to your regular programming next week with Jamila. So stay tuned for that. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.